0: The very first time I flew to South Korea, two years before, I didn't have a story for the guy or girl in the middle seat. I didn't have a story about God. Because back in December 2011, as I flew 6,000 miles to make a movie about saving Korean babies, I had no idea God was planning to save me. I have wanted to make movies since I was nine. Much like the recent Ben Affleck, I would act in and direct my own projects. One day, it would be great to sit around a director's roundtable and swap stories with Ben. He could fill me in on the travails of shooting little films like Argo or The Town, and I could delight him with how I staged ambitious battle scenes for Lord of the Rings Part 4 behind my house. I couldn't articulate it at the time, but my favorite movies as a kid always centered on the idea of kids teaming up against evil. The Goonies, Three Ninjas, and The Sandlot were my staple rentals from Hollywood Video before The Man shut it down to build strip clubs and other childhood-crushing hovels. I was always more drawn to movies where kids would ride their BMX bikes into town and find an abandoned treasure map than movies where British school kids would reckon with talking beavers. The Chronicles of Narnia. I wanted to watch something that could actually happen to me, something that I could actually find behind my house. At the same time, when I made movies, I wanted to be in a battle, because being in a battle is how you become heroic, and also because everything around me, affluent suburbia, was the diametric opposite of a battle. To me, there were no heroes in Orange County, Just a lot of bored people with broccoli wads of cash. When I started making childhood movies, I would invite over the kids who looked most like trolls or elves and hand them lines from The Fellowship of the Ring. Typecasting began early for me. Later in my career, I would cast my brother as James Bond in my original film, James Bond. I never had a script, but always came up with lines on the spot. I liked finding the story in the wild and got electrified by the process of coming up with twists and turns in a plot that even I didn't see coming. That's how I still make movies, I think. My process was a little frustrating for whomever was there helping, but most kids showed up for the sword fighting parts anyway, so they usually let me dream. Unlike going to school, making movies kept me awake. That's the best way to explain it. When I held a camera in my hands, I didn't need to eat or even sleep. Every day was Christmas Eve, and I burned with anticipation and wide-eyed wonder. Every summer, I would knock on doors and wrangle the neighborhood kids together to make one of these movies. Sometimes we'd make them during a single sleepover, in between barbaric video game rounds of GoldenEye or Super Smash. Other times we'd work for weeks on end. Then one fateful day, Taylor Abramson got a real camera. I'm talking top-of-the-line prosumer stuff, the stuff dreams are made of. I knew we were finally ready to shoot something dramatic, something gutsy, something us. So in true form, I got all the kids together to stage yet another version of the Fellowship of the Ring. This time, however, the battles were bigger. Taylor and I started adding our own original characters, and we even put together the cash to buy a Howard Shore CD. During shooting, we blasted the original Lord of the Rings music and dressed up the older kids in scream costumes from the dollar store because that's the closest we could get to ring wraiths. We even cleverly inverted the footage when I, Frodo, wore the one ring to rule them all to show off our iMovie VFX chops, and hired a 13-year-old hockey player from the end of the cul-de-sac to be our stunt coordinator. This is what you do before you like girls. The thing about making movies before you like girls, of course, is that there aren't any girls in the movie. You end up with an all-male ensemble, hence Lord of the Rings, and skip the kissing parts. The big benefit, though is that you're free to find inventive ways of killing everyone in the movie, since it's just the guys. I'll never forget when this kid named Jacob from up the street leaped over a large rock, my futon, and slammed Colin in the neck with a plastic devil's fork when we entered the Mines of Moria, my garage.